okay, is this going to be our trailer or are we doing a different trailer? <laughs> You're searching for coffee and I'm just sitting here. <laughs> right. Thanks, thanks for all of your assistance. You're doing great. No, really, you're doing great. Two men from across the world searching to explain the cultural divide between white people and brown people and failing regularly on a day-to-day -day basis. There's your trailer. Oh, yeah, that is exactly what I'm going to use. <laughs> How is everything in India? So we went to boat yesterday. And turns you went out, to vote or you went to the boat? I went to vote. It was our election oh, day. Sorry. I really wasn't trying to be sarcastic there. <laughs> this was a dick move and I actually pronounced my B correctly. <laughs> I, well, <laughs> or, or not. Uh, okay, fuck off. <laughs> so what were you voting for? What's the, what was the election? It's a general assembly election. So basically it decides who, which party runs the state. So it's oh, kind of like a so governor's race. Right. And, and is it a party or a person? It would be a party or a group of parties that form a coalition. I like that. That's what uh, Belgium does. Yeah. Nice. I think I've been How's gone from India for so long. Sister's been gone. I don't know what right. happened to mom. None of our names are there in the election list. Oh, no way. Yeah. Fucking awesome. So you're doing what we do over here. They cancel you out if you miss an election or two. Uh -huh, yeah, I you, think so. You no longer exist. <laughs> wow. That's so you drove all the way over there and got the frustrating. Okay, explain one thing to me since you have God knows how many hundred dialects over there. Mm -hmm. it, are the election forms all in Hindi or you know, I mean how's that how's that work? I think in each state they use the main local language. Because see, Canada is okay. not a dialect. It's actually its own language. Oh, it's a language itself. Okay, I didn't yeah. know that. So huh. Canada, so here it was in Canada, but they had like people people sitting with those uh, forms to help yeah. if you don't know the language. So they basically spoke like several local languages plus nice. English. So it was fine. Oh, eh? cool. Wow. Just that they had to look through all our names and say, yeah, not there. My dad, who passed away 12 years ago, his name was there, still available to vote. <laughs> I don't I don't want to tell you how how shady all of that sounds, but know, since I'm living it, it since I'm living it here, I think it's OK for me to say. <laughs> so last time Kathy ran for some office, one of my he's my son in law now went to go vote mm -hmm. for and he'd been removed from the rolls. And he was like, nice. how have I been removed? And they go, well, you must not have voted in the last election. He goes, do I have to vote in every single election? And, you know, they just they just want to get anybody off that won't vote for them. That's the that's the trick. Yeah, I've been gone since like 2010. No wonder I wasn't even there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, yours makes sense, but your sister was in school. So you'd, you'd yeah. think that would be a, a different deal. And she hey, was man. gone for three years. Hmm. You know, there's no prize for second place. Whoever wins, wins. I know. <laughs> yeah, people always think that you get some kind of conciliatory thing. You don't get anything if you're in second. Nothing. Not in politics, at least. Otherwise, I'd have got no, a participation well, trophy. Damn it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, you do get that because people do talk to you about it the rest of your life. So, mm -hmm. yeah. I I I had a conversation with a lady going on yesterday. For my entire train ride, which, you know, was eight hours about her not liking the way a construction site works that we're not even involved in. It's somebody we hire in the city. 
And she, and you know, she wanted me to do something things. about it. We're, it's like a, a sewer and curb thing. She's like, well, you need yeah. to do this, this, and this, and this. And I go, you know, I don't, I don't run that. That's not my expertise. I'll pass it on to the city manager. And she's like, I thought you were somebody. I thought you were a person that would get things done. And I'm like, I'm, I, I did everything you asked me within an hour. When does that ever happen in politics? <laughs> ever. <laughs> One hour. Yeah. I had it all Every, Everybody who doesn't do shit has an opinion about how shit needs to be done. Right. It is Ugh. so hilarious to shoot arrows from the, the cheap seats. And, you know, I'm out on the field, man. I got to figure out how to navigate while I'm getting hit and shot at from behind and everything else. <laughs> okay. Let me, let me tell you the coolest thing that I ran across. So I got this friend of mine, his name's Steve Hunt. He's a little, little bit of an interesting character. Mm-hmm. But he, for some reason, was in Austin and he goes, hey, let me walk you around the city, which, you know, I got to be honest, I was not looking forward to. Um, but he took me to basically the American equivalent of an authentic yoga uh, ashram. Nice. Very strange. Right. Vegan restaurant. Food was off the chain. It sat probably 200 people with this patio area. And then there were just mm-hmm. random people hanging out everywhere. Um, so the, let me tell you all the great things and then I'll tell you the stupid, bad things that always come along with stuff. So, um, I go there and we go to this part and they make elixirs, essentially what it is. So it's like a coffee bar with no coffee. So everything's going in tea of some sort, pick out Mm -hmm. a drink, I order it. And, you know, I'm concerned that you're going to get the shits after you drink something like that. Cause isn't everything designed to blow you out essentially? (laughs) Americans and their obsession with peeing and pooing. Pooing, (laughs) I know, right. We think it's so important. And that's a first world problem when you're worried about (laughs) things coming out (laughs) and not things going in. Uh, So I drink it and I'm like, oh man, the old stomach's bubbling a little here. And he goes, well, do you want to go eat over at the place? And I'm like, no, I don't even know if they have a bathroom here. And I'm quite sure I'm going to eat it here in a little bit. So we, we don't eat that day, but I go sit in the restaurant, we drink our tea, we go to this uh, other la- other place, it starts raining. So mm-hmm. we're stuck with, now here's, here's where it gets good. So there's a bunch of gorgeous women everywhere here, which was interesting. But they were doing yoga, they do meditation, but real shit, not, not, not the, the, the other stuff. And so then they have this auditorium we're sitting by. It sounds like somebody's killing a cat with a really good drum beat behind me. And it's like, ah, mm-hmm. ah. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck's going on? And I don't want to walk in there. And so while that's happening, and you know, that has my attention because it sounds like a cat is dying. This mm-hmm. guy comes up and introduces himself. And my friend tells him I'm in politics, which I wish people didn't say that, but I think it's accurate, you know? And I go, mm-hmm. hey, Sean Cummings, good to meet you. And he's like, oh, uh, you seem like you're paying attention over there. You do yoga. And I go, yeah, not, I don't know what that type is, but I've never known that before. <laughs> I said, are they sacrificing a cat in there? And he was like, there's some weird noises coming out of there. And he goes, so you're in politics. We had this big political thing happen six months ago. Now this tells you how quick time passes. And I go, what's that? And he goes, oh man, all of these people were in that were really big in Bitcoin. I mean, rich, like super rich. And, and you know, I'm, I'm telling you, I could put you together with them. And all I'm thinking is he has obviously not read the news in six months about Bitcoin. He keeps going on about it. And I don't want to be rude, you know, which, well, usually I do like to be rude sometimes, but I didn't want to be rude to this guy. 
because he mm-hmm. had all the puka shells and tattoos and everything. <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> Come on, point. Sean. That, that was a perfect guy for you to do the shit on your dreams type <laughs> mission that you usually are on. <laughs> I know it is my skill. But for some reason or another, just for the sheer fact he was so lost on Bitcoin, I could not perpetuate the tragedy. I just couldn't do it. <laughs> but I did so I did go eat there yesterday before the train ride, and the food was just beautiful. And the place mm-hmm. was dead silent and quiet and a little bit of low music going on. That was the best breakfast I've had in years, just for ambiance and food. Isn't that crazy? Nice. Yeah. I know. So, you know, beans, kale, um, that oatmeal and some other, like, I, I can't remember what the other, for some reason I keep thinking it was amaranth that they had made and, and, uh, mm-hmm. and, and then homemade tortillas, like Guatemalan ones, the, the thick ones, not oh, nice. quite thicker than your guys' really thin, crispy ones and not as thick as your all's not. So yeah. in, in between. That was mm-hmm. delicious. Yeah. And then some weird tea that was really pretty quite quite tasty. So yeah. I don't know why I felt like I needed to give an entire review of the place, but it was, I know. It was great. <laughs> Most interesting place I think I have found in this country outside of California. Fuck yeah, that says something. <laughs> in the middle of Redneckistan. I know. Is that what we're calling it? <laughs> I, I think it's fair. I think it's fair. <laughs> Considering some of the characters that I've run into, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, my Lord, you and I need to go do comedy down there. That would be, we would mm-hmm. kill it or they would kill us. One or the other. <laughs> Which way are we so I've eaten up most of our time telling you about my breakfast yesterday. Oh, no. Don't worry about it. I don't. was... I was just so impressed. Isn't that crazy? And you know me, I am really not usually that impressed with anything. <laughs> now that I'm getting more comfortable editing us out, it's fine right. whatever we talk about because I fix it in edit. <laughs> <laughs> they'll pick, they'll fix that in post, man. <laughs> uh, this is the opposite of the Bill O'Reilly. Uh, I'll do it live. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> I'll do it live, God damn it. Don't you remember? And why was he cussing on that? You know you're on national television. I have no idea. <laughs> You're like, grow up, boy. I mean, just do it live. How <laughs> how 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 low is your confidence level? Right. What else would you like to talk about there? So... Oh, a group of people that I was avoiding for a while. They fall yeah. under that particular category of Johnny Two Shits. Anything yeah. I tell oh. them. A couple of years ago was the first time I heard that term, and I didn't know what it meant till I asked Alex. Go ahead. Tell me what it means. I don't know what it means. Really? Okay, so it basically I, I, means like if you tell Johnny you took one shit, Johnny will tell you I took two. So you, okay, <laughs> yes. I I may have in, in, I, I may have come across a few of those in my life. And so my son calls that, and you may have to cut this word out. He calls it big dicking. So like mm-hmm. no matter what you do, they pull their thing out and want to show you that it's bigger. Mm-hmm. So John, Johnny Two Shits is way better than Big Dick. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, you you you're real happy you bought a sailboat and some assholes like, well, you know, I got a yacht and it does oh, this and God. it's got a helicopter. <laughs> you're like, you know, the story that comes to my mind was like when remember we made like two. You made two batches of uh, jerky just before I was leaving. Yeah, and I right. Got, like yeah. the first batch, we didn't like how it tasted. So you were like, okay, I'm going to go back and make it better so that you can take it yes. with you. I think I, I made beef just... tenderloin jerky. I made literally jerky from beef tenderloin. 
Mm-hmm. Is that uh, going to get delicious. you in trouble? Is oh, that going to get you in all. trouble with a third of the country? Considering the amount of times we swear on this damn thing, I don't think anyone's worried about me saying beef. <laughs> 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 like, even uh, on Spotify good. and on YouTube, we have to mark it as explicit <laughs> just so that we don't get into trouble. <laughs> God, isn't that crazy? Wow. Okay, There's a like... couple of people here, and they were like, right. uh, oh, what is this? And I was like, oh, it's basically beef jerky. Sean made it himself. And they're like, they took a bite of it. And instead of telling me it tasted good, none of that shit. They were like, oh, shit, I can make this. And I was like, motherfucker, yes. you've never been in the fucking kitchen. You've never seen a smoker. You've never <laughs> fucking done any of this in your fucking life. I don't know how the fuck you thought that you are going to make this and give it back to me. <laughs> and, and you don't eat beef on top of it. Um, no. Welcome, welcome to my entire world. You are fortunate because I never look at what you do for a living and think that I can do it because I have to call you to teach me how to turn it on and off. <laughs> right? And my answer Every... is usually power on, power off, Sean, restart the damn thing. Shut it off, Sean, count to 10, just like last time. Just like last time. You know, when people do that with me on food, I, I have to be honest, I just stop talking to them because invariably everybody has their secret recipe. So I knew this guy named Larry Stein. I mean, not Larry Stein. What's it? The guy's last name Stein. I can't remember his first name. His deal was um, whatever the recipe is, I put in twice as many spices. And I go, um, does that include salt? And he said, did I say twice as many? And I'm like, okay, but, but if you doubled up the salt, <laughs> I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm like, I, don't, I don't even know what I can say to this idiot. It's so bad. And you go, so you have gritty food. Because there's literally too much spice. It wasn't a compliment. It became mm. the dish, you know? And as you all would know, you guys, you guys like your spice. So, yeah. We try and balance it as much as possible. <laughs> it's, yeah, but you know, you're, it's kind of like heroin. You guys have been doing it a lot longer. You can do yeah. more. Meth might be, be a better example. <laughs> <laughs> right, there you go. <laughs> Okay, that was awesome. <laughs> I've got a great tolerance for meth, man. <laughs> yeah, that's what so many times, like, especially with you, I, like, in my head, the first thing, like, my gut reaction was to snap back and be like, shut oh, the yeah. fuck up. He's been cooking for 30 years. I don't know what the fuck right? you're telling me. <laughs> <laughs> but then I think with cooking, it's a lot worse. And also with, like, writing and shit. But mm -hmm. cooking's the worst thing I've ever seen. Anything you make, Every Tom, Dick, and Harry has an ex like some sort of fucking explanation on how to make it better or their method well, of they doing watched, it. They watched a TikTok video, so they got it. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> and here's here's the thing: the 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 funny thing about all of that is, you go, I can tell you specifically who has made me the best food of every single dish ever in my life, and your mm -hmm. sister's got like three of them in my top ten. <laughs> Seriously. And you go, mm -hmm. yeah, you guys don't understand how rare it is. And then I have this lady named Lorena that I worked with for years, probably has equally as many as your sister or one more. And then mm -hmm. my brother-in-law, who has seven gold medals at the World Culinary Olympics. Those oh, yeah. are the three best I've <laughs> ever seen. <laughs> and, and your friend's going to go make some jerky tomorrow. <laughs> I know. Probably never seen a damn smoker. I was like, oh, right. my God. Don't let it get to you, bro. I know. I get annoyed by these things. <laughs> I would almost have to think that he was a 22-year-old white male with that kind of confidence. Some of the people I run into, their level of confidence, I'm envious of. Like, till right. date, even 
like I still like duck into rooms at times. Excuse me, sorry, all of that shit. These right. people just walk in like they own the damn place. They own like, it. I don't know what to tell you on that one, bro. Except I love the term, <laughs> but I think it should be called Johnny Bag of Balls. <laughs> <laughs> Alex was the one who taught me that someone term. Someone said cause... something about how much beer they drank, and someone yeah. behind Alex said, oh, that's what I do on that's the weekdays. He leaned to me, and he was like, Johnny Two Shits, and he walked up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you my Do Johnny Two Shits of the day. So I, I had this really nice uh, Airbnb, and it had Ely coffee, the Italian coffee, and so I've been mm -hmm. very spoiled for four days, and now I'm back to this shit in my styrofoam cup, and one of the two is definitely better. And I'm not going to say which one, so you can't call me a Johnny Two Shits. <laughs> <laughs> but I won't lie; it's crossed my mind as I'm drinking it that this is tails in comparison to the other. One. <laughs> are you taking? Are you being mean yeah. to our Folgers? <laughs> um, I. I, I, I'm embarrassed to say, I think this is Sam's Club brand coffee, oh, well, which is yeah. even lower. Right. Even lower. That's like us getting a discount on the folders and going like, all right, guys, great value. It's cheap, but it's shitty, but we're going to do it. Yeah, Tiny yeah. two shits is good. That was okay. something that popped into my head. So when you voted, mm -hmm. did you... Um, do you look and go, oh, I know that family, that person's all right. I know that family, that person's all right. So what we do is we look for a familiar name because most people really have not done, done their homework. And even uh -huh. me, who's heavy in politics, yeah. I don't know a bunch of the people. Because, you know, some oh, of them yeah. just, especially if they're, if they're on the side that's in power, you know, they're, they're going to probably win anyway. And I'm just looking to see if they're the better person. But I, I, I mean, with your guys' 20-letter last names, do you know who the people are? To be honest with you, I think there were like a dozen different parties with different candidates, depending on which wow. local polling station you're going to. Right. It's kind of cool because um, when you go there and they find your name in the validated voting list, there's a right. number assigned to a particular machine that you walk up to. And if you know the logo or the name of the party, which is in Hindi, English, and Canada, you just click on oh. that and your vote registers because they program right. the system that this is the guy standing in the booth type yeah. thing. That's straight party vote. Right. Yeah. And it is, oh. it's cool, but I don't know. This like, time I couldn't even see the machine. Right. Oh, British. right. Mm -hmm. They threw you I'm out because you're British. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're not taking a shit on voting machines. Dominion, you're the best company yeah. ever. Don't worry. <laughs> Dominion's just fine. Man. God, wouldn't you love to have been an investor in that company right now? Jeez. Oh, yeah. Fox News made them way more money than they would have ever made in voting machines. Jeez. Ouch. Ouch, ouch, we We're going to we talk about fat vegetarians. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Let's get into that one. How does how how does that happen? How are you heavy and vegetarian? How is that possible? I honestly do not know. Like I would actually walk by all of these, um, like a local. They call them like breakfast restaurants <laughs> where they yeah. serve like all our South Indian breakfast dishes, and you'd always see right. like fat people standing out there. And I think now it's even worse. Right. And I'm like. How much are you eating in a day? Are you sure it's just three meals? 
And what exactly right. is this permutation and combination of vegetarian food you need to right. input? I am so tempted so, at times to walk behind them and tap pat them on the back and be like, well done. You must wake up really early in the morning to get through all of this food. <laughs> I'm over at the feed bag or I got the trough going. I, so I worked with this guy. I was, uh, I worked at cable vision, which is like a, a television news when cable TV was first out. And I was mm -hmm. a teleprompter operator, you know, and they had this big thing that we turned. So, so the, the words you were reading as the newscaster oh, yeah. rolled by mm -hmm. your face. I know I'm just saying it for the other people that don't know. And then I was a camera operator and the cameras weighted like 5,000 pounds back then. And they were on hydraulics and barely moved around. So we had a director that was a vegetarian and, and he figured out I knew a lot about food. So, you know, I helped him learn how to order and stuff. But everything he ordered was fried and had a cream sauce. And I don't think those two things necessarily get you if you do hard work all day. But if yeah. you don't do don't do hard work all day as a male, you don't need twenty seven hundred calories. That's like if you're moving, that's the minimum, you know. And if you're eating five thousand a day and you're not doing anything, you're good. That's looking for a storage facility. You've got proof that you had enough money to buy more food than everybody else. How about that? That's the weird part, right? Uh, back in the day, it you like India was one of those countries where. It was prosperous if you were fat. You were a prosperous. Italians, yeah. Italians mm -hmm. are the same way. That is very similar. I also yeah. wonder how much of it has to do with our old agricultural economy going away. And now all of us have software jobs and desk-based jobs. Yeah. Whether we just continued on the same diet that was proper fuel for a hard day's work of farming. Yeah. But we're just right. dumping all of that shit, but just sitting in front of a telly or in front of a computer and still consuming the same number of calories. Right. Well, and your food tastes so damn delicious. How do you go from being used to having deliciousness three times or four times a day, a little snack on your way home and stuff? If you were mm -hmm. doing farm work, nobody cares. You you were trying to keep weight on. You know, total, yeah. you got, you have first world problems now where literally you're working with your mind and every Isaac Asimov um, science fiction book is coming true you know our heads are getting bigger but really there it's because our faces are getting fatter it's not really that the brain is increasing we're just, our faces are getting fatter but it's it's an interesting concept to watch so my cousin andy that's from london was here in kansas city years ago and he was talking about americans and he goes well what is why are americans so big because we were the first ones in the world to just blow up and get really heavy. Mm -hmm. And and I said, um, we don't know what the word enough means. And he goes, what? Yeah. And I said, I said, I think we have an inherent chip on our shoulder that we want to prove to the world, you know, since all of us had to leave somewhere else and come here, that we're better. And, yeah. and that inherent chip turns into this big, empty space in your belly because you uh, people other people may get it from spirituality to fill that <clears throat> they may fill it with love in their families stuff like that but in in, in america we have been consumers to fill that mm -hmm. for a very very long time i mean you think about it world war ii is when we got all of our money we stole it all from yeah. england because you know they couldn't build anything we could um before that we were a poor agrarian society Mm -hmm. Much like everywhere else in the world, everybody was just trying to not lose their farms and having enough food was the problem. And so 
I, as a kid, 1960, watched the affluence kick in. But, you know, my we never, the, the portions served in restaurants were half the size they are now. So it's mm-hmm. not just that we're stagnant. Because people always go to Kathy and I, how are you two so thin? And they go, you know, we walk for five hours a day. Hours, not five miles, hours. I can eat any damn thing I want. You were the only one who understood I, why I ate up the kids' menu and I would ask you to make right. me like half a portion of what you yeah. would actually serve. <laughs> and and so, I, Deepak, I have ordered that in restaurants. And I go, look, charge me the same amount. Just give me half. I don't mm-hmm. want to throw it away. I, I don't want to waste anything. I mean, I'm from a big family. Shit, we didn't waste anything. And they still can't do it. I still will get it like in a box. And I go, no, no, I don't want to eat it twice. I just... <laughs> and And we cannot get enough here and you guys mm-hmm. are getting a taste of it yeah look you guys are going to get to the pre-wealth periods that you were before the english ever came over and taught you how to do business um mm-hmm. i mean you're you're going to arrive there just because of manufacturing and computers i mean literally you're yeah. probably a decade or two decades away you know you you have more people than china i don't know how you did that in a short period of time but i have a pretty good idea <clears throat> and eventually right. And eventually, what do you do with that prosperity? What do you do with it? How do you, how is it, what is enough? When do you stop? It would be the same thing that America went through as well. As what, it's what you actually mentioned. It's the depth of the grand ideas. Nobody yeah. cares about religion. Nobody cares about politics. Nobody mm. cares about their neighbor. It's all about right. just blatant consumerism and marketing right. and advertising. So yeah. <clears throat> enough is not enough. The next no. six months, I if I was still at an advertising agency, I would sit down and see why the profits have flatlined. I would add right. a feature, right. tell them, replace that previous shit you'll have. That is not the standard or class of wealth you need to sit at right now. You'll make right. money, yeah. take another loan and buy this new shit, which I've added to it. <laughs> right. And keep the chase going. If, mm-hmm. if you don't have the chase, look, um. I, I had a conversation with my son down in Austin. And he was like, I am just not going to have money problems in my life. And I was like, I, okay, well, how do I say something without being really rude? The world's going to punch you a few times and you're never going to mm-hmm. see it coming. And hey, look, man, I went from being really well off to zero in a very short period of time in my 20s. <laughs> and And you know what I learned out of this whole thing? I'll be very philosophical here. I learned at my wealthiest point in life, and I struggled for nothing at that point. And um, I, I learned I was miserable. Mm-hmm. So I ate more. I drank more. I was out all the time. I was doing whatever it took to fill whatever that void is. And what women will tell you is, you know, when they feel sad up here, they'll rub their belly and go, I'll, I'll make myself feel good here. Men, when we feel sad up here, they go downtown and make that <laughs> feel better. And, and, and I don't know, you guys are literally America in 1950. Exactly. Half the country's still starving to death. And the other half is buying their first home. They got this, they're working for cars. And China mm-hmm. was there about 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. But then, but then what, what are you, what are you guys going to do when our economy crashes? Cause sooner or later, this thing right. crashes. That's the weird part. All the multinational companies where people are seeing the middle class wealth for the first time in their generations, what happens when the parent companies that are predominantly in Europe and America, when those economies have 
a downturn, this yeah. obviously gets fucked. It's it's not just a downturn. So it is a steady two percent drop. And mm-hmm. so um I I started working union jobs when I was 18 years old and I made uh, not ironic, 1875 an hour plus benefits. Was I worth that? Oh God, no. Oh no, I wasn't. <laughs> I was worth about eight dollars. But that's what it paid. So, you know, I worked jackhammers and all this other stuff. With that, you could buy a house, two cars, put your kids through school. You didn't have money to put them through college, but you could feed everybody every day and afford health care off mm-hmm. of a labor job. And you guys are almost to that crux. I don't know with your tiered system of wealth, how does somebody jump up for, from being an undesirable to being wealthy outside of the drug business, crime business, or anything like that. Well, I mean, that's that's how we do it here, you know. I mean, to be honest with you, the it, old school way was just education. You become a doctor, you become an engineer, yeah. and that was your way out of whatever strata society right. you were from. And yeah. now I wouldn't even know where to start because right. that barrier to entry is so much higher, and right. it's almost become like there are. Men- the best way to describe India has always been islands of prosperity in oceans of poverty. Yeah, that's fair. I can I can drive. But that from used the... to be America. Mm-hmm. That used to be us. We were the same way. Yeah. There are times where I can leave like the lounge at Ritz and go to the Marriott. I have to still pass, pass through a slum at times. Right. That's on yeah. the side of the road. But when you were here, did you not see that same thing starting back up here? Yes, I did. I mean, we have tent cities here, which no one would have tolerated 10 years ago. They would have mm-hmm. arrested all of them and put them in jail just so we didn't have yep. to look at it. Now, you mm-hmm. guys, maybe as your prosperity grows, you start looking down on that enough to start criminalizing it. And I hope not. No, I hope not, too. But the weird part that I noticed is that you are right. Like, India is like what America was in 50s or 60s i would even take it as far as the 70s where the problems that i have read about there that happened during that period all the way to the 2000s are things that are just budding in like small areas where i'll notice them and i'll tell someone that hey watch that it's gonna happen oh yeah it's very predictable Mm -hmm. very predictable so here's another thing i would throw to you um What's the what's the Indian movie I watched or the show I watched? The uh, the give give me Indian a bride ma- or Indian matchmaker. Indian, Indian matchmaker. matchmaker. Mm-hmm. Everything on there is for show. Everything. Okay, oh, yeah. so you guys have caught up with us on reality television. So that's what everybody's seeing. So it's no longer you're a poor parent. You have to figure out enough gold to marry your mm-hmm. daughter off, or enough property to marry your daughter off. Now she needs to be on that show. What mm-hmm. crazy shit are you going to do to get on that show? Now, the reason I say all that is you and I know from television, as soon as the camera's on, nobody acts the same. Everybody oh, yeah. all of a sudden, oh, I'm, I, I think I should be over here, Earl. You know, Plus, you know the but, magic we can create in the edit suite. If I, want oh God, you, yeah. if I want this whole conversation to turn into a fight between you and me, I know how to do that on an edit. Yeah. <laughs> Just volume switches. Just volume. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so you look at it and go, but that's what all of the families are seeing over there now. Yes. And that inherently, so Walt Disney 
When, when I got married the first time over here, I'm like, God dang, Walt Disney, that son of a bitch has set the bar up so high that every girl thinks they're going to get a prince and a princess and all of these things are going to work out. And if you look at Walt Disney movies, it will tell you how we got from middle class people just having regular normal marriages, starting in a small home and getting bigger to it's got to be everything off the chart. So Walt Disney was our version of uh, your bride matchmaker. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. but, and what I but what I like about her, is she brings everybody down to earth. Mm -hmm. She yeah. goes, okay, I presented you with eight good people. Why can't you choose one? What okay, is wrong with you? Show, so I don't know. Oh, <laughs> okay. I'll, the reason I'm interested in it is because I know so many Indian people, which is probably pretty rare for an American. But mm -hmm. I know so many and I just go, this is what their culture is now showing everybody that they need yes. to be. Exactly. That is my biggest problem. Because I see right. it on the streets out here. When I'm out yeah. somewhere... They would be like one kid posing and five of his friends right. telling him how to pose and make that picture look like yeah. they are the fucking baller in town. And that sort yeah. of attitude is kind of creeping in because of all of these stupid shows. A couple of months ago, there was this uh, story where a kid wanted a BMW 7 Series, but right. his parents... I want a BMW 7 Series. <laughs> no, but his parents got him a Kia something. Right, something a kid should have. But yeah, still like really a, nice. Like a, like a Kia something. And he drove it into a lake. Because oh, he was like, I don't want seriously? I don't want this piece of shit. Like entitled little is what wow. these TV shows yeah. have now changed the right. current population to. Yeah. So we started in on that. So I'll, I'll tell you who brought this to America after Walt Disney. Um, some fake British um, announcer. And it was the lifestyles of the rich and famous. Okay? Oh, shit. I know what that is. It was a stupid yeah. BBC show but hosted by Kevin right. McLeod. This guy basically so sounds whole... like he walked out of a dream and he would show you yeah. rich people's houses. Look and you felt like shit. Lovely palace. And so the <laughs> deal was is, okay, so what did you see with King Charles this past week? This fucker. I mean, how many how many millions of people did his family kill? millions yeah, in your country alone then you go worldwide are we into the hundred millions and they're walking around like they're great and he's got a big goddamn nose and big gigantic ears <laughs> he looks like a cartoon so he applied for the job at 19 he got it at 70 you've seen the memes mm -hmm. that was reality tv all of us are supposed to aspire to be king oh god you, that right. aspirational tv bullshit i hated it when they used to show like there was a show on MTV called Teen Cribs, oh, yeah. which God. fell under the category of aspirational TV. What the fuck are you aspiring to? To be born better, as have... somebody as a rich guy's <laughs> fucking child so that I have that shit and I'm shown on this show? I'm like, what the fuck? TV has lost so, its mind when it comes to those things. I will give you a weird wife conversation I had. For those of you in India, I've had a few wives. <laughs> number, <laughs> number, number two grew up with some oil money, but her parents were... Um, kind of country bumpkins, you know, they, they really were They're They're her the dad made it to be a rich redneck. And so mm -hmm. my second wife drove a Corvette to school in high school. Now you and I would both look and go, Oh, what an asshole. But anyone who had real money would go, Oh God, the white trash is here. <laughs> Nobody saw it as good except the kids who could never afford a Corvette. Mm -hmm. And so when we were talking about schools, you went to great schools. I went to great schools, nothing personal with everybody else. So we're not bragging, but 
I said, yeah, we're not, we're not doing that. She goes, no, no. I mean, why would we send them to a private school? And I go, I, it isn't so much that private schools are better. The parents are paying for an education. So they're more invested. That's all. That's the only mm. difference. It's not arrogance or anything else. It, it is. And she goes, well, we don't need to do that. And I was like, yeah, I don't ever want to be the kid or the parent who has a kid driving to school in a Corvette. I, I just don't want to be part of that. And it was a, it was a, it was a pretty big argument for, you know, maybe 10 or 15 days. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Eh? <laughs> but, you know, she didn't, she didn't, um, it isn't that she didn't know any better. That's not the right way to say it. She didn't see harm in rubbing that shit in all the other people's faces. Right. I, like, I've never wanted to do that to anybody. When overhearing other people's conversations nowadays, even in like local bars and pubs I hang out at, I would hear them yeah. throw the word uh, about how much swag they have. Well, and, and the thing is, is you've seen what I'm willing to drive. I don't I don't have a confidence yeah. problem. I don't need to, you know, I, I just always look at stuff like that. When you're showing off like that, I just think you get a small willy. You know, you go, the insecurity eh. of it all, eh? <laughs> <laughs> you go, If you need something that big outside of your body that says something attached to your body right there. So I've <laughs> never, I've just never been, um, I, I think in my early 20s, I wanted to own nice stuff because I thought that would make me happy. And guess what? Mm -hmm. I owned it all and it didn't make me happy. So I learned, fortunately, at an early age, that's not the win all for anything. That is so true. My my best asset and my worst. <laughs> <laughs>